Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we have never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. In today's episode, we're discussing our crazy Outside Lands Festival weekend, we talk all the latest celebrity feuds in 2019, and we get into the upcoming eras from Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. What do we think? Well, listen in. Stick around, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag psychobabble. Hi, Corey. Hi, Tyler Oakley. Are you ready for another incredible episode of Psychobabble? Listen, I don't think anyone's ever called our podcast incredible. I just, <laughs> I just did. It is, might have been a first, might have been a last. Uh, welcome. I actually. I don't know. We won an award once for this show, so good times. Maybe, maybe it is incredible. Remember when we went to that awards, and um, I feel like we were the only ones dressed up. Is that correct? Am I remembering that correctly? It could have been the Who podcast be awards. Sure? And we were too did, fancy. I'd listen. I'd always rather be overdressed than underdressed. Is that true? What's an what's a situation where you don't want to be overdressed? Um, funeral. Funeral. <laughs> what's what's the inappropriate thing to wear to, wear to a funeral? White? Can you wear white well, to a funeral? I think you can wear a white denim skirt to a funeral. Well, thank God, because I, I have a white denim skirt that buttons in the front. You know what they say about skirts? They're white until you shit in them. No! A skirt is <laughs> well, bad that's for white, that. That's white skirts, to be honest a skirt is bad for that because you 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 really can't a a skirt you can really pull up and do whatever you need to do i don't want to get into i don't want to get into potty humor well (laughs) it's not a potty unless someone's invited i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know back to the drawing board on that one um so what's new what's going on what's popping what's happening well i just had the most greatest funnest most awesome weekend with my sisters mm, it was a fun weekend uh we went <laughs> you to were there yes we went I to outside there. lands if you are Gay people were um, there if you're familiar with san francisco if you're familiar with music festivals we went to outside lands it's kind of like a Corey put that away <laughs> um it's kind of like a uh, i'm not even gonna tell them what you put on um it's a like a folksier coachella if you will it's more of like a granola ish Coachella 
I will say, I think I liked it more than Coachella. I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I had so much fun. I was going to say the same thing. I it's I think Outside Lands is up there as one of my um, favorite festivals because I've done Coachella twice. I've done um, Outside Lands twice. I've done uh, Beyond Waterland twice. And uh, uh, what's it called? Outside Lands is two for two. It's like, um, it's, it's really that bitch. great. Yeah. It's really that bitch. Um, I really enjoyed it because it's so much more manageable than I would say Coachella. I don't know if any of you have been to Coachella or are thinking about it or have gone to any musical festivals in general, but yeah, outside lands. I liked that. It was local to San Francisco. I liked that. I could just take an Uber home to my own house and sleep in my own bed and have groceries in the house and, and do my normal routine. The adult in me loved that it was like over at 10 o'clock every night because of like the noise, whatever limits in the city. Uh, and so, yeah, to do it three days in a row was so much easier and less tiring because, yeah, I was getting a full night's sleep and not having to like hassle and run all around. Yeah, it Coachella is kind of, it's, it's kind of nice not having to do the whole like Airbnb a house, figure out yeah. the like, Ubers and you don't know where you are and like buying all the food for the house and blah, blah, you know, all of that, like being eliminated. It just feels, yes, a lot more manageable. Very, very first world problems. But yeah, I enjoyed uh, uh, Outside Lands better. I I just love, at at the beginning of this, I thought that I wouldn't always love a music festival because it seems like a lot of work, seems like a lot to do, seems like a lot of standing around, seems expensive. Um, But as a music lover uh, and someone who gen... Uh, genuinely enjoys like discovering new bands. I've loved going to festivals this year because yeah, you can just kind of stumble upon a stage and discover your new favorite band. And that's very much uh, how I kind of look at music festivals. I love that. Who were some of your favorite sets? Um, Friday, uh, Friday we saw Latrell, San Holo, San Holo. Is that how you say it? Um, yeah. the, the Lumineers. We had, a, we kind of had like a light Friday. Friday. I mean, it's always such an interesting lineup. And and especially for me, like as someone who likes a lot of different genres of music and a lot of different types of music, it's nice because there's a lot of recognizable names. And it's like, yeah, I'm always going to um, enjoy listening to music from like the Lumineers and like Hosier was the second night and like I can get down with that. I don't need to be like raging out of my mind to Kygo while I did certainly enjoy doing that as well on Sunday. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think imperative is either figuring out what you're going to listen to ahead of time. Otherwise you're there and you're like, fuck, what should we be at? What should we be going to? We only have a couple of more hours left. Like feeling that scramble. If you know what you're going to listen to going into it, it's nice. But we had Jamie who one of our friends, Jamie, just he is like, he gets everyone's taste in music. He knows what we want to do. He knows everyone that's in the lineup. He's done his research. He's done his homework. He knows where the stages are. It's all very helpful. If you don't have yeah, that in your group, I, maybe you need to be that uh, person. You but. need to, you need to find a friend who's willing to be that person. But you also just need to be like, go with the flow. Everyone's like, where should we go? Where should we go? And like, occasionally I'll have an opinion like at Coachella when I was like, okay, if you can all skip Maggie Rogers if you want, and I will gladly go watch her by myself. Uh, Yeah. As long as you're like, have a go with the flow attitude and are down for whatever. I think musical music festivals might be for you. Yeah. Um, Okay. So favorite from day one, the Lumineers, or I would say Eric Luttrell. Um, favorite from day two, we saw B. Miller, Big Wild, Flume, Hosier, and oh. R.L. Grime. Who was your favorite? Big, big Wild was just my big wild takeaway from the whole weekend. I, so much uh, fun. I just loved every song, and I truly, truly 
if you're following me on Spotify, you will have noticed that I haven't listened to anything other than Big Wild since uh, probably Saturday of last week. Uh, yeah, it's just he's very doing it for me, and that entire album is taking me there. I also and really loved. It's just very um, easy to listen to. I loved B. Miller. I uh, oh B. Miller is great. I've been, we've been fans since uh, X Factor. X Factor days, and she I was think like she's 12. yeah. I think she's making really cool shit. Like, um, and I think it really translated to the stage. She sang live. She was doing good. Like it was bops. So, and the crowd was living for it. It was crazy to see how big of a crowd she had. I was very proud of her. Um, but I think my favorite of the day, R.L. Grime, I had seen before, and it's kind of like intense rave music. Flume, I think, was my favorite. Like, it was, like, manageable, dance, funky. I have a question. What? I have a question about all these, uh, you know, <laughs> DJs or whatever they want to call themselves. Sure. Like, they, I think they are just coming up with stuff to do on stage after they press play. Oh, yeah. What was Flume up to? Like, making live art on the floor of the stage? Like It I, was, I, I'm like. <laughs> I didn't, really get, I didn't head, really get it. I thought that was going to In my head, I was like. I was like, is it art or is it toxic masculinity? <laughs> it might have been toxic masculinity. He was like, like slamming things and breaking things on stage. We, but it was like it we done were, in an artful way. We were cracking way. up. He was breaking flower pots. And when they broke like a color, like a fucking color run shit spread all over the stage. And we were like, is that a gender reveal? I <laughs> When somebody said it was that like, a gender what? reveal, I about died. I was like, oh, no. We were like, what? Is he up to? It's just kind of like who's that one who throws cake on the crowds? I think like Steve Aoki. Yeah. Who I who I saw once and everyone was like, bring on the cake. And I was like, is this what straight people are up to? That's a major waste of cake. As somebody who anytime I do a YouTube challenge that involves food, all the comments are like, yeah. Wow, there are people who are hungry. I'm like, okay, well, Steve Aoki, thank you. Yeah, well, like an RL Grime was like breaking shit with a sledgehammer and he like broke a cd player and i was all is that was that an eight disc changer oh i did not see that happen i was in my own world i was not really there for that i couldn't look away because i kept wondering what was happening and i was hoping for a payoff well did you get it no i didn't get paid he owes me money rl grime owes you money we'll tweet him everyone tweet rl grime tell him to pay Corey back venmo another outside lands alone did you make out with anybody at outside lands I did not. Neither Listen, did I. I did not. And my one friend was called trying to call me a dumb slut. And I said, I haven't kissed anyone all weekend. How dare you? Yeah, well, I another outside lands alone. I think it's just, I really, don't get me wrong, had the opportunity presented itself, I probably would have made out with somebody. But I really truly think a lot in those like festival environments, I'm just there living in the moment and I very much am there for the music and very much for the people watching. I appreciate that you and your friends um, will yell at me to take a picture for my Instagram because Lord knows I need it. Uh, but I'm like, all y'all capture your content. I'm going to sit right here on the grass and I'm going to people watch and see what all these motherfuckers are up to and see how drunk all these people are and i'm just living my best damn life yeah it's it is very good people watching i will say that i would have if there's one thing i would have changed it's that i would have gotten there earlier every day just to kind of like meander it's nice to like have some downtime and not have to like oh we want to yeah. start the agenda of what we want to see it's like kind of nice to just yeah float you don't want to like go through security and be like am i gonna make it to casey musgraves in right. time right Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. 
Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else, so finding the perfect place is easier than ever, and so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom, and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner, and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. So that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com. The place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Which leads us to our third day, the final day of the, the festival. Um, we saw Judah and the Lion. Oh my we God, saw, I forgot about Judah and the Lion. Um, which was like such a fun dance party. Oh my party, God, though it was I need so to listen to that. I need to listen to that album. Um, we saw I Casey was very impressed with Sunday. It was just hit group after group after singer after singer who was just killing it. Casey Musgraves was great, but I will say I did not love our spot for Casey Musgraves because we were right in the sun. I was like, okay, I'd like to be out of the sun. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco really turned out that weather on Sunday for you. Bob Moses. And we have had a heat wave since, and I'm not here for it. Had you seen Bob Moses before? Um, I want to say yes. It was groovy. It was fun, um, which was very contrasting with BB Rexa, which was, um, I didn't really know what to expect, but then you, it's like one of those concerts where you go to it and you realize, oh my God, I know like 30 BB Rexa songs. Yeah. She's a great songwriter. I mean, I, and she was, I don't know. I, I feel like she's still kind of like finding her space in the pop world and a lot of like the commentary I see and a lot of the like... Um, stuff whenever her name kind of makes the news. I, I can tell she's still kind of finding her footing, even though she's such an incredible songwriter. But it was just really nice. Um, she was great, and she was super humble. It was so cute. She, like, walked out and said, like, she was backstage telling her manager, I hope at least 10 people show up. And it was genuine. Like, you could tell she was... I don't know. It seemed like she was a little nervous because she was excited to see how big the crowd was. And then she delivered. I mean, everyone was like getting it. And you're exactly right. It was like hit after hit after song. You're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize she wrote that. And and yeah, not just songs that she's been on the radio for or featured in. It's like also, oh, this Rihanna song. And it's like, why is she singing that? And then you realize, oh, she wrote that song. And so it yes. was so many bops. And I feel like we it was putting us exactly in the mood that we wanted to be in for uh, yeah. Kygo, which, oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, yeah, obviously my favorite of the day, but uh, up there as favorite of the entire weekend. So fun. Like, nonstop dance party. It was just a moment. 
we found all of our gays. We were in a huge group of gays. And two of our friends were on stage performing with Kygo. Um, I don't know if you know Jay Hart or Parson James, but both of them have songs with Kygo. And we were, I don't know, I was like, oh my God. It, it felt very surreal because we spent most of the day with them out in the crowd, especially for like BB Rexa dancing with them. And then there they were on stage like delivering. I put full videos of their performances in my story if you want to watch. I was like blown away and so proud. I was, I don't know. Just like very surreal to see your was... friends on stage doing their like doing their dream. Yeah, it was weird because I was like, eh, we were just with them twenty minutes ago, right? And now they are there. They are crushing it. I loved it. Um, it was a good outside lands. We survived. We really did. We nobody really did. Got I lost. made it. Nobody, nobody died on a lost. porta potty. And no, I made it to work on time at eight a.m. on Monday morning. We made our flight the next morning. Yeah, God delivered. God delivered. Jesus God. was with us. Though I will say I ate like garbage all weekend. Every night we got home and we were like, okay, let's spend $70 on McDonald's for Postmates. I just, uh, I w- took the gym off for Monday and Tuesday and I just went to my weekly berries class with my berries instructor who I love. And he always, it's like, it's like that meme kind of love where he kicks my ass in the class. And then at the end he's all, I'm so proud of you. Uh, but he was like yelling as we're like sprinting on the treadmill, like sweat out your outside lands. And I felt like, I felt like he was talking to me and I thought he knows, he knows that, that I ate six salted pretzels this weekend and that I had McDonald's twice. And that's the that on that. Well, we we made it through the week, so I think we officially got over the slump and the come down. So thank you, Outside Lands, for another successful year. <laughs> um, maybe see you next year. And I, I feel like we so. we also met so many people at Outside Lands that um, uh, watched the race or listened to the podcast. So oh, if know. you said hi to us, thank you for saying hello. Um, that was so cute. I loved like cutting through the like the VIP areas where all the like family parents were just like sitting and like sitting on the hill and watching whoever was performing on the main stage and whenever we like cut through that main tent there'd be like a mom that grabbed us and was like i watched you on the amazing race i said thank you it's always so funny also because like we were with a whole bunch of gays that we didn't know in our group and they were all like why are people coming up to you guys (laughs) i said don't worry about us we're porn stars we're gay i said subscribe to psychobabble comes out every tuesday become a a cycle ghost leave us a review on itunes um so besides that Corey, what's new what's popping in your in your life i'm well you know i'm still single oh jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm going to new york for work this weekend it's gonna be fun i hope it's nice i haven't been to new york in a long time. I hope I get lots of Pokemon raids while I'm there. There is nothing um, better than New York for Pokemon raids. Everyone's at them. It's I full know. 20 people. I'm like, I'm like, my hotel better be a fucking Pokemon gym. And I can just like, just not even leave my room. That's the dream. I don't know the last time I've been to New York and didn't like crash with a friend. Like, don't get me wrong. I always love doing that too, because it's cheap, uh, but I have to go for work and they're sending me. So they are paying for everything, which I'm like, ching, ching. <laughs> I'm like, get to stay in a hotel for five days. Well, I, that's, I don't know the last time I had that luxury. I hope you live it up. I hope you meet a man. I hope you see a show. If you're in a musical, oh, if you're a Broadway God. cycle baby, invite Corey to a show maybe. Oh my God, I actually should. I yeah. know. I still want to see that damn Carol King musical. There's time. My co- 
my coworker who I'm going with is like a huge musical fan. And I was kind of like waiting and hoping she would be like, should we see something? Last time I was there, I saw Be More Chill and I loved it. I have I don't know the last time I saw a musical. Well, Probably Waitress for the 900th time. You could see and, Waitress again because uh, um, Colleen's in it right now. I know. Fuck. I think. Yeah. Or maybe and she's speaking not. speaking of know. which. No, speaking of which. Uh. I know we're recording this on a Wednesday, but this coming Friday, they're releasing like bonus tracks from the Waitress album. Uh, and it's like songs that didn't make the cut Ooh. for the show. And I am like wet. And it's like, and it's like more songs by Sarah Bareilles, which you know is my wet dream come true. Well, I wish Bitch. you the best. I hope they're good God songs. Is, God is good. The Lord hath delivered. What if it's all songs sung by the old man? <laughs> <laughs> Would you be well. happy? I will take any Cerebrella song anytime I can get a new Cerebrella song. Well, then there you go. Did you hear about the latest celebrity feud? Oh, God. No. Actually, when I was like getting ready to dial in for our podcast, I was like, when's the last time either of us even looked up fucking celebrity news for this show? Well, guess who's in a fight? Just in time for the end of the series. Deborah Messing and Megan Mullally. Mullally? Mullally. They're fighting? They're fighting. They unfollowed each other. What do you mean? What do you mean the end of the series? So they're only doing one more of the new, like, Will and Grace season? Yeah. Will and Grace is ending again. Duh. Didn't you see that? No. Do you follow? Do you watch it? Yeah, I've watched every episode since it's come back. I'll be honest, and I will tell you that it's one of the last things I clear off my DVR. Wow. wow, Uh, But I certainly watch it. I rarely get to watch it, like, on Thursdays when it comes out because, you know, I'm busy with Grey's Anatomy. I know. It's a a hard day for you to keep up with any TV. But Thursdays really are my busy day. Will and Grace is ending, 11th season, and they think it's because of their drama. But my my question, the only reason I bring this up is, if you had drama with somebody, whether it's, like, a coworker or a friend or whatever... Would you take it as far as to unfollow them on social media? I unfollowed you. Bitch. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll straight up nudie. Do you? Would you really? No, I'm serious. No, I mean... If, it, I if somebody's really getting under your skin, just mute them. Do you really... Like, I feel like if you have a following and people are paying attention to who you follow, especially if it's like your co-star of your entire career... Girl, just just mute them if it's really bugging you that much. Like, just like, well, if, do we know who unfollowed who first? Because well, that person's the bitch. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess it's old people. They don't know how to mute people on Twitter. That could I be true. Know how to do that? And they're older than me. Well, whose side are you on? Without knowing any of the facts, do you have a side? Without knowing any of the facts, I'm always going to be on Karen's side. <laughs> Who's that? Megan Mullally. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Wow, not Deborah Messing. Um, you know She's my a friend Deborah Mess. You know, okay, there you go. You know my friend Hannah. Um, not my lesbian friend <laughs> Hannah. Not <laughs> Hannah the, Hart. Not, not the lesbian Hannah on YouTube, but my other lesbian friend Hannah. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, yes, the one who sends you lots of texts. Yeah, I think her um celebrity crush is Deborah Messing. So oh, I wonder how she's dealing with the news. Well. I will say it's it's been good since it's been back on. I had a very nice tweet about when the series came back and how excited I was to watch it. And I, I've still, it does deliver. I still LOL. It's just Thursdays are a busy night for me. I wouldn't be opposed to Will and Grace coming back in another 10 years. That would be nice. Like if that's well, a thing they do every 10 years. I mean, what can you really be feuding about with like a TV co-star? Like you're both rich. Shut the fuck up. Wow. 
You know, I mean, unless it's something serious. <laughs> rich people have problems too. Maybe one of them voted it's like for when Trump. I, it's like when I hear about like. It's like when I hear about like Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall fighting on Sex and the City. I'm like, Lord knows I don't know anything about what that really entailed because I didn't like that show and I still don't. But I know that there was drama between SJP and Kim Cattrall. So is your can't they, is, is can't your they, verdict that people should shut the fuck up and just uh, give us the, the content and not fight yeah, publicly? Yeah, collect your million. Well, unless like somebody unless somebody did something really awful. Sure. But, like, maybe. what are you fighting about? Why can't they all get along? Didn't the Friends cast all get along? Well, Didn't they p- really pave the way? We, even during the Slumber Party Tour, we hated each other the entire time and we got through it. And during Psycho Babble, we hated each other the entire time and we I got haven't through it. Liked, I haven't liked you in at least 10 years. So take a lesson from us. We haven't unfollowed each other. You you can survive too. Okay? Just yeah. give, just give us I the say goods. keep it cute or keep it on mute. Wow. Or put them on mute. There. Yeah. Or buy a boot and or, slap the person, or kick um, them. <laughs> kick them. I, your one of your favorite uh, children who got murdered, John Benet Ramsey, was in the news recently. Did you see why? <gasps> Ooh, no, I didn't. Um, so I've Ariana been too Grande, busy with work to Google a news. Here's what happened: Ariana Grande, she has a friend named Doug, who. Uh, is a gay is he, is he the one who's the voicemail at the start of that song yes so there's okay. some context um he posted a picture of jean ramsey on the cover of a tabloid and the caption was no one has done more covers and she replied commenting on his post i can't wait for this to be your halloween look and then he said working on it already and then she got in all this shit for making a joke about a dead child and blah, 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 blah. And this kid was murdered at age six. Our listeners probably don't even know who Shambhani Ramsey is. But it was like a beauty contestant child star who was... She was the first winner of America's Next Top Model. Kind of, if you think about it sometimes. Anyway, did she go too she far? Or is, this, is this a joke that you would make? Because I feel like it, this is the controversy you would have. <laughs> if you had is, any controversy, it would be a Shambhani Ramsey the- joke. Is this the is the question? Can I or can't I be Jean Benet Ramsey for Halloween? Is, can you? I don't know. Well, I was her for Christmas last year. Well, and and Easter and for your bar mitzvah, so you're good to go. If you, if the costume still fits, it was a bat mitzvah. Oh wow. Um, I don't know. I think life would just be easier if we had like a thirty year rule. <laughs> oh, okay, so we can joke about Titanic. I don't know. Thirty Titanic's been a hundred years. We can. I don't know if we joke about it. What's the joke? There's a lot. Yeah, I guess it depends on the joke. There's a lot of (laughs) jokes about the Titanic, but there's not a lot of jokes about. um, I don't know. There's some bad things that happen in history that you wouldn't joke about even with thirty years. But maybe a child getting brutally murdered. I don't know. Would you go to if you were to go to a? um, I feel like in high school we had a a, somebody did a inappropriate or like. what what was it called? Like a co- a costume party where you come dressed as something un PC, like purposely un PC. Okay, would, and what were you? Would you attend? I guess nowadays you would not because that could like no. That no. I mean, I'm sure fraternities are doing that and right now. Oh, all see. across the U.S. Well, what would be what would be your costume, Jean Ramsey? You could be like um, I would be her brother. What's his name? Do we know it? He's the murderer. E- Ethan murderer? 
He's the murderer. Oh, <laughs> he's the murderer. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can say that on the podcast. Can you confirm he might that to us? We cannot confirm nor deny. Okay, well, I all guess we'll. Of, we'll all just... of my friends who like all of my friends who like this mystery as much as I do, uh, all say it was the brother. Well, I heard that she grew up to become Katy Perry, and she has been hidden, and then she revealed herself as a new person, and that was the, that on that. Well, she would have grown up to be Catherine Hudson way before she was Katy Perry. Wow. Did you see? So, no. Uh, speaking of which, important things that we waited the last five minutes to talk about. Did you call Katy Perry a witch? <laughs> Katy Perry's new song, Small Talk. I love it. I love it. It's so great. And uh, she did this thing on her Insta story the other day where she was all, you know how they do those like templates and it's like, write in your favorite song from this era. Like, and then it was like, your name. It's like that stupid Instagram story shit. Anyways, okay. she did. She did that, and she did, like, templates for each era. So it was all one of the boys, uh, Teenage Dream, Prism, uh, Witness. And then for this this one, it said Small Talk. So I don't know if I missed the memo, but I think the album oh. is called Small Talk. I don't know if that's what she was hinting at, but that's what I deduced. That that would be my deduction also. Do we like that name I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> that's fine. I, I like it. It's title track. Um, I love the song. I think it should be a radio hit. I don't know how it's doing on radio. Can you confirm? I read, I read really good reviews of it from like Billboard and a lot of the musical people, uh, like the music article people that I follow. (laughs) What am I trying to say? Uh, journalists. Um, anyways, yeah, a lot of the like music journalists I followed had all said good things, nice things. I thought, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, I definitely think this is her stepping back to like the teenage dream roots, just in a more like playful, like pure pop kind of a uh, way. I think it's still a little experimental, but not as far as like witness went, yeah. which I'm here for. And I like it. I mean, she's following the trajectory of what she did with teenage dream. I mean, she released California girls and then teenage dream was the second single. And that ended up being the title track of that era. Um, so I'm thinking maybe Small Talk is the name of the album. I mean, did we ever do to that? Did we do a Katy Perry Queens edition? Surely. Oh, Lord knows. Yeah, we must have when Witness came out. Yeah, we did when Witness came out. And I remember because I told everyone this may not be the album you wanted, but maybe it's the album she needed. Okay. And people, well, people still tweet that at me. And the real Katy Cats out there are like, yes. Uh, well, I I, lo- I love it so far. I love what she's up to. I'm ready for a Katy Perry redemption moment. It feels like Witness was her art pop, and if so, she's about to come through <gasps> Ooh, with a, wow, you know yeah, a, a, right. a pop culture rebirth, if you will. Yeah, I'm and it's here so for funny it. because people talk about art pop or Witness and say that it was like a flop or a bad era or whatever. It girl both debuted at number one. Both were had charting singles. Both probably went platinum. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's just it's because they always compare it to like the last, and it's like, oh great, they didn't sell two hundred thousand copies in the first week or whatever it was. They're like, oh, it, it just didn't bow as high. And I'm like, listen. Speaking of which, do you run. think do you think Taylor Swift's new album Lover uh, is going to reach the million and what he, what's the record like he, a million in a week or you know or the, the thing I that mean, people always try to do. She's been trying to do a million in a week, and I think she has with every album for her, like, last four. But I, I one thing that I 
I'm excited for the Taylor album. I will listen to it. I, I, I'm seemingly enjoying this era more than the Reputation era. And that's not saying I didn't like the Reputation era because there are certainly songs on that album that I do love. Uh, I just didn't love it as much as 1989. Anyways, my point is, I'm like, why is nobody really talking about the fact that she's releasing four different deluxe like physical albums to Target? Like, I don't know. I, 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 I just, does that not like scream greedy to you? I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to process it. I'm, I'm shocked that no one else is talking about it. I think if I were, I don't know, I would be annoyed if I were a Taylor Swift fan and she was expecting me to buy four of the exact same album when it came out in a week. Like, well, am I wrong? I don't have a strong opinion I, because I, anytime I say anything about Taylor Swift, her fans oh, I are like, I know. They, they can come for me, but I will sit here and I will say, if Gaga dropped an album and there were four different deluxe versions that she expects me to buy four albums, I'd be pissed. If Katie did it, I'd be pissed. If Sarah Brellis did it, I'd be pissed. I'd be annoyed as a fan. I would think, wow, that's a little greedy. Like, I'm not just shitting on Taylor Swift. I'm truly saying if anybody else did it, I would have the same reaction. But nobody's forcing anybody to buy anything. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe if, you want, if you want to save up your money and buy four of the exact same album, and because they, they all have like a little journal shit in it, go for it. I mean, judge me for spending my money on Outside Lands. I don't care. I'm just saying... I would I would have the same thought. This is not me shitting on Taylor Swift. This is me shitting on anyone who thinks it's necessary to try to get someone to buy four of the exact same thing. Well, there you have it. Um, what do you think at home? Do you think if your I'm going to buy one of them. I'll buy one. I'm not buying four. If your fave released uh, four different versions of the same thing, but with slight variations just to bolster sales, would you be into yeah. it? Would you be annoyed? I mean, would it's you be, just... I mean, I, here's my thing. If Gaga did it, I'd be like, yes, bitch. I love all this shit. Like, nobody's forcing me to buy it, but I I think I would. Absolutely. I think I would. And see, and then that's what I said. Maybe that's what it says about me maybe i am a fake fan because <laughs> uh, i don't know i just i can't i really even like i said even if sarah Brellas did it like i can't see myself like dropping 40 bucks on four albums that are well, all the well bitch same. you just said uh waitress is coming out with another version and you can't wait so eat your bitch eat, that's new song eat your that's all new that's all that's all new music baby that baby. Ain't, that ain't the same that ain't the same album with a fucking journal entry in it and the slipcover. And on that note, Corey, I think we're all done for today. <laughs> um, where can people find you? Oh, God. They can find me angry in the Target aisle bitching about someone selling four albums. And I'm Tyler Oakley. You can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, everywhere. T-Y-L-E-R-O-A-K-L-E-Y. Um, good luck with your lives. I will see you next Tuesday. Corey. Oh, oh, you really will. Uh, later. Later, girl. <laughs> <laughs>